Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great, great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. Need to say hi to everybody on Facebook that's watching. Hey, Steve, Kenny Cole, Jason Nicolino, Krista Daggett, Tony, Matt, uh, Dylan, Mark Mullen. Uh, let's see. Eric, Keen, Mike, Logan. And Mark, everybody, thank you. I, I was talking with everybody on Facebook a little while ago, and I already said hi to a bunch of people. But, hey, we always want to make sure if you're streaming the show on Facebook, we always want to say thanks for watching. So, October 26th, it's the start of pheasant season. Whoa! Ding, 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 ding. Everybody's going crazy. Yeah, yeah everybody's uh, everybody is getting ready to... To rock out in the pheasant woods, I tell you, I know a lot of folks are excited about uh, just uh, having having a chance to get out there and watch the dogs work and take it easy. And, and we'll uh, we'll have more to tell you about that here in a little bit. So Andrew's over there producing the phones for me and the show. If you want to uh, say hi, you can do that two four four thirteen fifty two four four. 1350. Don't forget, you can listen to us at 102.1 FM. Stereo, 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 stereo. Now, it's whatever you want to do. You can leave us on the AM or you can go to the FM. You know, it's, it's the outdoors twice as nice. That's what we always like to say. That's a good slogan right there. Well, the outdoors, the outdoors, outdoors twice, twice as nice. nice. Yeah. Well, you like that? That's the next T-shirt. <laughs> That's the next T-shirt. What am I hearing? Oh, I know what it is. I got my... Yeah, I, I got to keep turning that phone off. Yeah, keep turning it down. I keep hearing feedback, and it's like, am I hearing, th- am I hearing stuff again? You probably are hearing things, but, you know, at that time it was... Well, it is Halloween. It is. That's true. It is Halloween. So, sponsor of the week. Uh, I want to thank the fine folks at Lot of Pop Popcorn. Arlie, uh, what a perfect time for Halloween, huh? Arlie over there in Ankeny. And uh, go check him out. And he's got all those gourmet Halloween flavors like zombie popcorn. Ooh, yeah, go get some zombie popcorn, some caramel corn, some some uh, uh, cinnamon apple or candy apple. He's got birthday cake. I know that doesn't sound good, but if you try it, it's amazing. It truly is. It's yeah. one of the, I, I didn't think I'd like it at first, but yeah. trying it, I mean, I, I would give it a try at least. Yeah, it, it's pretty good stuff. So oh. popcorn balls, popcorn bags, whatever. Go see Arlie at Lot of Pop. You can't... Uh, He's just down the street from Imperial RV right there by Benchwarmers. You can't miss it. So 
and telling it's all Iowa grown too. You gotta love that Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. So uh, we had a guest scheduled and he had to postpone. So I, I got a feeling he's wanting to go hunting today. So I don't I can't say as a blame him. I've been out a couple times this week. And I actually rattled in my first deer this year. So I was so happy about that. Debbie Johnson, Jeff, Russell, Steve, Steve Walkenberg, McKenzie, and Mark. Thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live there. So uh, was that, what was it, about 8, 30, 9 o'clock? I was sitting there rattling, grunting, you know, a little bit. And all of a sudden I saw this, I saw movement coming from over the side of the hill. And then I saw antlers and, oh, that's pretty cool. Turned the camera on, got some video of him coming in. And yeah, Kathleen Cooper and Bill Stonebreaker. Bill Stonebreaker, how are you? He's, well, Bill's watching us on Facebook Live. Bill's a big outdoors guy. So he, he popped, that deer popped over the knoll. And I got about five minutes of video. And I had my decoy, my buck decoy out. And uh, he did not like my decoy. And I love that. I love that Dave Smith decoy because honestly, folks, I, I really was not using decoys until about two, three years ago. Um, I just had bad luck with them. And every deer is different. Every deer is going to react differently to them. But uh, I, I just had bad experiences with them. And then I went to Kansas and I was hunting uh, on a, a, a Milo field. And Donovan says, here, take this with you. And I said, that's your decoy? And he goes, yeah, you trust me. You'll want to have that. So I put that up. And I had five bucks come in and knock that decoy down. And I had does that actually fed right next to my buck decoy. And I said, I can't believe that. I got, I mean, I got it all on video. I mean, it was amazing. And ever since then I've been using them. So, uh, now that, that buck didn't spook off. He just didn't like, cause I had the years back on the decoy and like an aggressive posture and he didn't like that. So he, he kind of went back and forth for about five minutes and then he took off, but he wasn't a shooter anyway. So, so I, you know, every day it's just going to get better now. Them does are going to start coming in asterisks in about, I would, I would think within five, six, what is today? The 26th. So I'd say at about seven, eight days, them does should be in asterisk and, uh, or start, start coming in asterisk. The big boys are going to be on their feet scent checking. So we should start seeing more activity, but man, it's just been tough right now with the corn still being in. And if you, like I said earlier on Facebook, if you, if you're not around acorns, gosh, I miss my, miss my buddy's place. Larry, God bless you. I miss you, buddy. I hope you're doing well in heaven. I, I know you're bow hunting up there in some really good spots right now. But, uh, I, I, man, I just I had a ridge that was just loaded with white oak acorns. And every time I went out, I knew I was going to see deer and turkey. It was just, I knew, I mean, I can't tell you I was going to see a shooter every time, but I was always going to see tons of deer. And I just don't have that right now. And it's really frustrating, I'm telling you. Not only do I miss my buddy, I miss, I miss that ridge, man. So, but hey, the good Lord gives you, uh, gives you, uh, when a door closes, uh, another door opens up and you know, the good Lord kind of puts you where he wants you. So this is where he wants me right now. So we'll see what happens. Oh, uh, 707 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Okay. I didn't want to do that. Didn't want to do that. Okay. How did I get off of that? I didn't want to do that. And where is my. There's my story. Me and my, my fat head. <laughs> Eric, good luck in Northern Iowa, buddy. I hope you do well. I hope you do well. So let's see. Uh, so thanks a lot of pop for helping us with the show. And Oh, real quick, before I get into anything else, I finally got to go 
and see Lance at the Olive Tap at the new location. He's at that, uh, what's that called over there in Ankeny? Prairie Trails? Is that Prairie Trails? That's where it's at? Man, does that store amazing. I, I went in there, uh, what was it, Monday or Tuesday? And uh, I got, uh, I went in there, uh, got a salad. Had Lance make me a salad because they're doing a full service salad bar now. And uh, they're doing paninis. Boy, they had some really good paninis. They got, the, if you like Italian uh, meats and stuff, they had some really cool specialty meats and stuff in there too. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose some weight still, so or keep my weight down. So I said, give me a, I need a salad. Give me a chef salad. And, uh, man, all the choices of, uh, the, uh, olive oil and vinaigrettes and balsamic vinegars and stuff in there. That thing, that's a winner, winner chicken dinner. And, uh, I got, what did I get? I got the Tuscan butter. Oh, it was so good. Well, that just sounds good. It was good, man. I'm telling you. Oh man. <laughs> put, put a little of that on there and boy, it was a great salad. So I even had enough to share with Jenny. So when I, Jenny got home, I said, honey, there's a salad in the refrigerator for you. She likes her salads. So anyway, so congratulations to Lance. What a great store. Uh, get up there. And, uh, if you haven't been up there, go check them out, man. I tell you what, uh, they are amazingly, amazingly, uh, it's just a beautiful store. You'll see what I mean when you go in there. It's really, really cool with the crops being in. Should we be more aware? Hang on. I got Matt's answer. Should we be more aware of the crop edges? Uh, Matt, I don't, you know, buddy, that's, you're going to have to hunt the edges. I mean, unless you, unless you can get up high enough to see out through the corn, but, uh, yeah, you're going to have to, I'd get into where you can walk in and out without bumping them in the, in the bedding area or whatever. And, you know, be careful, you know, if there's any kind of, um, a t- like a timber finger there or whatever, they could be bedding right off the corn. They're probably bedding in the corn, but, uh, just, yeah, that's where I would be right now. So. See if you see any scrape lines or, you know, scrapes walking in and out and just, uh, check, but man, it's going to be without as cold as it is with the ground getting harder. I would think the farmers are going to be getting that corn out pretty quick. So we'll see how it goes, but I don't knew, you know, I wish I knew as half as much as I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd all be uh, that much better off. Yeah. I, I got out of stand yesterday. And I was walking and I'm going, man, I had all them does, but befi- what I see, I see, fi- I saw five or six does behind me, uh, coming. There's a, um, CRP and a, there's some pines and stuff, but there's nowhere up there to put a, uh, a ladder stand or a hang on. There's just nothing. So I, I'm, I'm in between, I'm in this finger. I'm in a really good pinch point to where I'm at. If the finger goes east and west then it comes north and south. So I would think that those, those mature bucks are going to be traveling that send checking for does. Right. So I'm sitting there and did you ever have a feeling you're sitting in the stand and like something's watching you and besides squirrels, I got squirrels sitting there looking at me going, what is that big fat old dummy over there? What is he doing? I got that. I get that all the time, but I just like, it's like something's, something's, something's moving around somewhere or someone's watching me. So I'd slowly turn around behind me and and thank the Lord, I got plenty of back cover behind me on the tree. And uh, I look at it, and there's a mature doe and a yearling looking right at the decoy. She's, I thought it looked first. I thought she was looking at me, but then she's looking at my buck decoy. And she starts moving left and right and doing the old head bob and trying to see what's going on. And so I just sit there and I watch her out of the corner of my eye. And then she turns around, and the next thing I know, there's four or three or four other deer up coming down the trail from that from that scrub brush and, and uh those um hedge apple trees up there 
And uh, anyway, so they didn't. They just kind of milled around out there in the in the pasture, and and then they cut they cut west on me and went up to the towards the timber. And I'm sort of going, well, that's kind of nice. I was hoping for antlers to be coming down, but no antlers. So poor Dan. Yeah, it's hunting. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. Well, it's hard a lot of times. So anyway, but, uh, just be patient. I, you know, like I said, I rattled yesterday and nothing, wah, wah, wah. nothing, nothing, nothing. But, uh, I, I just did that. Quit being redundant. <laughs> Outcomes razor tells you that you just got to try. And if you don't know what Outcomes razor is, go look it up. Well, on the same note. Do you know what Alchemist Razor is? I, you know what? You should know that. You're I a should. writer. I should. Yeah. Now, for me, that kind of goes along the lines of you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take kind of kind of scenario. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't have a shot. You got to try. Yeah, I was hoping to whack a doe. Uh, so I just haven't had a doe come into range either. It's just kind of crazy. So anyway, I got out of my stand. I I, I digressed. I got a, had a squirrel moment there for some <laughs> reason. I, I I got out of my stand and I, I was looking at the topo map on my phone and it's like, man, I'm, I should be seeing some kind of some more bucks than this. So I, I went and I, I looked on the topo map of the property and it's like, well, there's another pinch point and it's got, it's got timber connecting to the other property. Um, it's not a very big, it's not a very big finger, but them deer are going to be walking that for cover. So I said, let's go over there and look. So I hopped in the old Polaris. And, uh, I drove down, I finally found a place I can cross the Creek, cross the Creek. And I found the tree. Yeah. You ever have one of them things where feelings that when you see a tree and there's the deer trails right there, it's like, this is the tree. It's magic tree. It's it. This tree has got all the possibilities. I got trails in front of me, trails to the left of me, trails to the right of me. What was that song? What was that? Stuck in the middle with uh, you. Stuck in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I got deer trails to the left of me. Deer trails to the right. Anyway. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, that was the tree. So I looked down and there's my other stand that uh, about 80 yards away. And it's like, all right, old man, let's go. So I went and drove down there, pulled that ladder stand, got all my stuff out, and drug the stand all the way back to where the, the magic tree is. Went and got my four wheeler and then I put that up and I had to, it's like, I started walking it up. You know how you, you put the, 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 uh, ladder end of the tree of the, of the uh, tree stand by the tree. And then, you know, you dig it in and then you go back to the seat end and you start trying to walk it up. Well, that's what I was doing. And, uh, Todd, good morning, Larry. Good morning, buddy. Thank you guys for watching. So I'm sitting there walking it up. I get it about, I don't know, a third of the way up. And then it's like, uh-oh, this ain't going to work. <laughs> and I had to let it go. I pushed it off to the side because I it was falling. It was coming down. And I said, well, that, that just stinks. So I went and got the side straps. You know how they wrap the, the, the tension straps, wrap around the tree on those ladder stands? So I took that and wrapped it around the magic tree. And uh, I uh, went ahead and I pulled it up and far as I could from that end and tied it off. And then I got well, that way. I didn't have to start from scratch. And I finally, I walked it up the second time. It's like, man, when did this get so hard? And I, anyway, I got it up, tied it all in, ratcheted it in and got my camera base in and 
I, I'm all ready to go. Darren Elvis, the Elvis Islander, is watching us on Facebook Live right now. I, I am so happy. You know, Darren, have you been over to see Darren? You know, there's two guys that American Family Insurance Agents in town that you need to get a hold of. One's Darren uh, Elvis Islander. Wise men say only fools rush in because I can quote your homeowners better than they can again. Uh, go see Darren Elvis Islander or Gary Wagner over there in West Des Moines. But they're, they're both hunters, and I love them. Uh, Paula, good to see you. Thomas, good to see you. Todd, Lori, Larry, everybody, thanks for checking us out on Facebook. So anyway, I got to stand up, and I'm ready to rock. So now I just got to get out there and start hunting again. Actually, I got to go get my other other decoy. But I'm just I'm just telling you, I cannot wait for the next couple days because the moon's right. Uh, it's cold in the morning. They should be moving more. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, the extended forecast looks pretty good. <laughs> what's what's Islander bothering me about now? Uh oh oh what? I don't know if that's an Elvis reference or what. He goes, oh, ha, 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 or I, I don't get it. Jim, good to see you, Thomas. He's probably mad because I mentioned him and singing at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, know, who knows? Is, no, cut that out. <laughs> Thomas, is Bigfoot real? Well, Thomas, it just depends on what Bigfoot you're talking about. If you're talking about tree stands, there is a tree stand called the Bigfoot. That is real. Uh, are you? If you're talking about the uh, hairy nine foot, nine hundred pound mythical creature that they everybody keeps seeing, uh, he's real in jerky commercials. I don't like the jerky, but I like the commercials. Tell you what, good jerky, high mountain seasonings. That's good jerky. No Bigfoot, but really good jerky. Or go down to Mile Locker. They got good jerky. Uh, Thomas, I've been hunting for thirty three years. I love Bigfoot. The Lord, the, the, the myth of Bigfoot ever since I was a kid, man, I'm, I'm from Missouri, man. We had our own Bigfoot down there. It was called Momo the Munster. But I, I think with all the satellite telemetry, with all the, uh, with all the, uh, flare, flare technology out there, if, if there was a bunch of, uh, 900 pound humanoids running around we would have found them by now. So no, I don't, you ever notice that on these Bigfoot shows that whenever they go squatching, that it's always blurry or they never can catch up to it. Oh, there was a squatch. Yeah. No, that was not a squatch. That was a deer running in the woods or a possum or a bear. And when people see, you know, listen, if, you know, I'm just going to leave it alone because I, every time I, I get people writing me letters, Bigfoot's real, Dan, I've got a family of them living down here. You can come down here and I'll show you. And it's like, okay, I don't think I'm going down there. So, but no, no, I, I agree with you. I've tried watching some of those shows and they, the biggest thing is they never, you, you never see it. Uh, if no. you do, it's like you said, it's blurry. It's, it's hard to do. And there, there have been reports of those shows faking it. Too. Oh, I guarantee you. Been reports. Not, yeah. Al Rich. Good to see. I think most of the time when people are seeing something like that, it's a bear. It's just misidentification. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, I think when people want to believe you know they they may see it different. You know if you, if you want to believe in something, if you believe in ghosts strongly, then you may see what's not a ghost as as a ghost. If you believe so strongly in Bigfoot, you might mistake, like you said, a bear or any other animal for Bigfoot. Yeah, 
Al Rich, good morning, buddy. Al's, Al's where I keep my four-wheeler. That's my my four-wheeler, buddy. Al, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you and the wife and the family. You know, you got to love a guy that I had when I put that my other stand up the, the other day. I I had I, I've got a tree secure. It's like a claw, and when I find I winched it up with my players because it was way too heavy for me to walk up by myself. And uh, make a long story short, I finally got it in, and I I started climbing the ladder, and the claw one claw was on the inside of the tree. And it's like, well, that's stupid. How did I not see that? So I got up there and it's like, I was trying to push the, the stand back a little bit so I could, there was no way. So I had to take the claw off in up in the stand, 20 feet up. So I had one little wrench and I, I had to drive up and borrow some tools off Al and you knock on the door and you know what he, he goes, you know what? I got something for you. He gives me a pulled pork sandwich. It's like, Al, that's awesome. That is awesome. I, I mean, that's just, you know, not only did I get a wrench, I got a pulled pork sandwich. So, Al, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tony, good to see you, buddy. So, there you go. All right, it is 721 and some change. We got open lines if you want to call in. Aaron, good to see you. Uh, it's the Halloween edition of the show, so we'll be playing some Halloween music in and out of the show. And uh, if you want to call in, you can call in and talk Bigfoot if you want to. I don't care. 244-1350, 244-1350. I know there's a decoy called a Bigfoot for goose hunting. Bigfoot goose decoys. Chance, good to see you. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about pheasant season kicking off today. A lot of folks will, I'll give you the update and I'll give you the estimated uh, survey of what to look for in birds and all that other fun stuff here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Yeah, it's a thriller. I'm telling you. There you go. You better get rid of that. <laughs> Michael Jackson. That is scary, man. What are you doing to me, Andrew? You know, I told him Halloween, play the theme to Halloween, the Monster Mash. Uh, you know, there's there's tons. And he plays Michael Jackson. Hey, that's, that's synonymous with Halloween. Come on. Well, that is scary. It is scary. Yeah. That's, that is scary in many different ways. Oh, no candy apples this morning. Brisket on the smoker. Al, you're killing me, man. That's my buddy, my barbecue buddy in Iowa. So, uh, oh, real quick, mark February 15th on your calendar. And Johnson, uh, the, uh, the wonderful people at Pathway Church is having an outdoor expo. I'll tell you more about that as we get closer, but put that on your calendar for next year. Please, please, please. All right, so pheasant season's kicked off. Uh, they are going to be, uh, everybody's going to be out there looking and looking and seeing how everything did. Uh, Todd Bogenschutz did a little nice little write-up uh, this week on the DNR site. He said that uh, the 2019 August roadside surveys is nearly identical to 2008 when Iowa hunters harvested 400,000 roosters. He says, we have a pheasant population to support a harvest of 400,000 birds, but our, lo our lower hunter numbers will likely produce a whole, uh, harvest closer to 200,000. Um, so, hey, you know, he says the biggest hurdle out there, which we've kind of already talked about for the deer, is going to be the number, amount of crops that are still in the fields, uh, you know, and uh, 
you know, that's going to make it harder for the bird hunters and everything else as well. But he thinks the potential for there to have a good year hunting year is there. Hunters who prefer to hunt later in the year may benefit from the later harvest. So there you go. Yeah, well, there's going to be a ton of grain on, you know, that's the thing. Their birds are going to, they're not going anywhere. So one, uh, the one, two combination of a bad winter and wet, cool spring hit the quail population and the tune about a 36% decline. That's not good for the, for our quail hunters. After riding a few years of a 30 year high, Iowa's quail population dropped closer to a 10 year average, which is still pretty good. Uh, Todd says Iowa quail ranges across the Southern three tiers of counties. There's definitely quail out there, but not as abundant as in the past few years. So how about that? Good morning, Tom. Tom, good morning, Mike Rains. Okay, I hit a, wait a minute. Why does that do that? Okay, I got to go back. Mike Rains is why, Mike, Mike, I hit a doe this morning with my car. Mike, I'm sorry to hear that. Get him with a bow. Tom, good morning from Clive. Uh, Brian, good morning from 20 feet up. Brian, I love you guys listening to me in a tree stand. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Daryl, good morning. I think you're crazy listening to me in a tree stand. I'd be sitting there relaxing, enjoying the peace and quiet, but thank you very much for putting your ear pods in. Uh, let's see. Okay, so quail season, uh, pheasant season started today. So there's going to be a lot of, te- lot of things out there going to happen. Weekend temperatures are going to be in the low to mid 60s. Uh, you're going to want to layer up and make sure your dogs are well hydrated. Make sure you take a plenty of water out there for your hunting buddies, okay? Because they're going to be heating up as it gets warmer. It's a little chilly right now, but it's going to get up to 55, 60 degrees. So make sure your dogs are taken care of. And, and I don't have to really tell you all that because, you know, one thing I know about the hunting community, people that hunt, uh, that have dogs that are hunting partners, whether they're waterfowlers, whether they're pheasant hunters or, you know, whatever, they take really good care of their doggies. They just do. Ah, uh, the clue patch. The clue patch is watching us on Facebook from down in Florida. Hello, clue patch. Hope you and the family are doing well. Oh, do, 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 do. All right. So we're getting into <laughs> good morning, Mason. We're getting ready uh, to get into the highlight of the deer season. I told you about that. We're uh, the rut is the pre rut. We're in the pre rut right now. If you're wondering, so get your grunt calls, get your rattling horns. Good morning, Tracy. Good to see you. Heading out to meet GW. By the way, uh, uh, okay. What was that? By the way, as an as an Elvis reference. Oh, okay. I I figured it had something to do with Elvis, Darren. I you know with you. I just I just I figured it so. I wasn't quite sure. Uh uh Oh, there you go. Uh Uh Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Elvis. So, get your rattling horns. Get your deer calls. Get your strap in. Because it's going to get fast and furious. The action's going to be happening. So, I can't wait till. Get back in the tree myself, actually. Richard, good to see you. 731 and some change. So all my duck hunting buddies out there. Uh, the September rain was a game changer for the duck hunters that improved the habitat conditions across most, of the, across most of the state. Had a lot of number of shallow water areas that where food was available uh, that ducks that were 
staying around and hanging out. The continuous rains uh, change the habitat for the early, especially for the early teal seasons. Uh, you know, the habitat that didn't have water before has it now. So uh, add in an active weather pattern from the north, and that sent a large migration push into Iowa recently, creating a nice mix of early and mid-season ducks. So you have habitat, you have the availability of the birds, and you got hunters. Hopefully some people had some success. So uh, there, there are a large number of ducks uh, at the Red Rock area and at Riverton, as well as some of the other areas, according to the DNR. Um, the bulk of the migration and hunting activities has yet to occur. So duck season is open in the north zone through December 3rd and the south zone through December 10th. Uh, and will be open on the Missouri River Zone from October 26th today through December 17th. So, where's my duck season? Duck season! Where's the Where's the little Daffy Duck thing? Don't we have that anymore? We do not. Oh, what happened to that? I love we'll it. We'll have to get that. Duck season. Rabbit season. Oh, I miss my little duck season thing. We have the rabbit season. Do we? Yeah, well, we well, don't have duck season. Well, we got to get the duck thing back, man. Oh, my <laughs> waterfowl guys, they're going to... Good morning, Dano. Not in the stand, but the smoker is full. You should seriously consider coming down here. Hang on, hang on. If you are, hang on. See, it won't let me do. It won't let me get the see more thing. I can't. I can't read the rest of the message. But can't. I. I. I'm telling you, man. If I. If I don't start seeing some deer or some some shooters soon, I'm heading your way, pal. I. I mean it. So. I got a feeling the area that I'm hunting uh, with the EHD and everything. Boy, it's just, I talked to my friend Bobby the other day. They're, they found more deer. They, Central Iowa got hit hard. I know we had 29 counties, but Warren County, well, that, got, that got massacred, man. So I'm not, I'm not alone in that. There's a lot of folks that are struggling to see a decent deer. So sorry to hear that. Good morning, Mason. JHVH is watching. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Hmm. <laughs> is it too early to use no you can use a bleak can absolutely you can use a bleak can yeah honestly listen here's the thing this is my approach on deer hunting if you're out there and you're in a stand and you're in a ground blind and you see a deer and you know deer are always so very social very curious critters right if you see a deer and it's leaving your area, if it's a deer that you want to try and take, it doesn't hurt to do a grunt, to do a bleat. You know, uh, worst case scenario, they're going to just keep on leaving. It, but, you know, there is a chance they'll stop and get curious or come back. Uh, snort wheezing. I've had guys tell me that they've had snort wheeze at a buck and they've ran right in. In 33 years of bow hunting, I've snort wheezed twice and it's worked. Now, I've had real bucks snort wheeze and stuff and had, a, had bring in other deer. But for some reason, you know, not everything works all the time. You just just be patient and see how it's going. All right, it's 7.35. We need to take another quick break. When we come back, we need to get a hold of Don at Sportsman's Warehouse, and we'll see what he is up to. And uh, thanks for making us part of your weekend here on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning here across the Midwest. Charles, thanks for checking us out on Facebook there. 
Our next guest is uh, the man that's running the store, the man who's behind the controls, the man who is behind the steel curtain at Sportsman's Warehouse, Mr. Don. How you doing, Don? I'm doing pretty good, Dan. How are you? <laughs> well, you sound so happy. What's the matter? <laughs> well, I got a cold or something, and so that just takes some of the fun right out of it. <clears throat> now, other do, than that, how do you get a cold in Iowa? This, you're from Idaho, man. You're supposed to be hardy. I, I, <laughs> well, you know, I'm good at certain things, and this yeah. is probably one of them. Well, you know, <clears throat> you, you've been shaking hands so many times up since you, you know, meeting all those people at the store. Somebody probably gave you their cold. That, that's what I'm blaming it on. Yeah, that's what I go. That's what I do. So, how, hey, how's everything at the store? You know, things are great. People are getting outdoors, as you mentioned today, you know, pheasant season has started yeah it's along with along with bob white quail and a lot of people are excited about that and fishermen are are hitting the waterways <clears throat> so it's an exciting day yeah i bet i bet you guys had tons of people in there buying shotgun loads and stuff this last week huh oh man we have sold so many of the the ever popular remington pheasant loads you know we carry them in 12 and 20 gauge and all different shot sizes and we've just been selling them left and right no oh, i would imagine you guys are usually historically you're pretty full or you, you know waterfowl season gets here or uh, goose season or you know start of pheasant season i you you guys historically have always been pretty busy but it's a, it's a neat time to be in the store because everybody's buzzing around they're so excited about everything and it's a it's a neat to, to visit with everybody man it's been it so, love hunt season uh, I, I rattled in a little buck uh, uh, Thursday, Don. I finally got a one to rattle in. Was definitely not a shooter, but uh, it's still slow for me where I'm hunting at. I just it's just going to get better every day in the deer stand now. So we're getting close well, at least to out there. Yeah, well, no, I'm I'm happy being out there, man. I'm telling you. So uh, Rob Bish, good morning. Thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live. So Don, what's uh, what's up for all my fishing buddies? Is the fishing still good? I would imagine it would be. Well, here and there, you know, the cooler weather, things tend to get a little better. Yeah. Um, at Big Creek, there's some reports of fair crappie, black crappie. They're using a one-eighth ounce or lighter jigs tipped with a chartreuse twister tail. Uh, the anglers are having a little more luck on the sunny days, um, which we've had the last couple of days. Uh, bluegill fishing is fair out at Brushy Creek. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the anglers are using small jigs. Uh, tipped with a piece of crawler or yellow perch is fair. And they're, you're finding them at the edges of the vegetation, about five to 10 foot of water. And, uh, fishermen are having a little more luck with small jigs tipped with minnows or crawlers. Uh, at the Rathbun Reservoir, the fishing is pretty slow, but we have had some reports of channel cats being caught with, uh, cut bait or night crawlers, uh, fishing along the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Storm Creek, or I'm sorry, Storm Lake. Fishing is fair there as well for most species. Uh, white bass, uh, fish from the shore and near the inlet using crankbaits, um, live baits, and twisters. Now, at Clear Lake, fishing is fair for walleye and yellow bass. Uh, shore anglers are, are catching walleye at night. Uh, for bass, try drift fishing a small jig tripped with a piece of crawler in four to six foot of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best fishing is early in the morning there. I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine you get into some of these lakes that uh, you get up in the creeks and stuff. There's going to be the shad are going to be running up in there. So, I would imagine if you get to the mouth of those, that you'd be pretty good fishing. So, 
And hey, you, you, this will be your first time dealing with ice fishing, won't it? It will. Yeah. Now you haven't seen anything yet. Wait, wait till, uh, wait till December, January when we start getting some hard water. And, uh, I mean, literally you, there's, there's ice fishing contests almost every weekend, Don. So you, you're going to have to get somebody, uh, out there to sort of, to take you out and experience that once at least. It's it's pretty neat. It's like a village on the ice. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I am looking forward to it, Dan. We've just started to set up our our ice fishing gear here in the store, uh, with a couple ice tents and and uh, little ice rods. And it's kind of funny. Ice rod, little cute thing. I thought that was a kid's rod. I'm like, nope, this is for ice fishing. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah, fun stuff. Well, uh, you know, it just you you, you get yeah uh, the you get your augers going. Um, you know, and you get, uh, you get to see all the tip ups and all the other fun stuff. Uh, it's, it's just really a lot of fun to get out there and see what's going on and to, uh, uh, experience that for the first time. And like I said, there's some great charity events and stuff. And you, like I said, if you get out on the ice, you're going to, you're going to enjoy it. Cause it's, it's just a lot of fun. People really get, get, uh, get a little crazy with that stuff. Well, that's one of the many things I'm looking forward to here in Iowa. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Now, are you going to get out to do any bird hunting at all, or are you too busy? Well, I am going to try. That's uh, being from Arizona. We did a lot of bird hunting, and I see that along with pheasant season, bobwhite quail has opened. Yep, and I, I love hunting quail. Well, you, have so you I, have you met Randy Munson yet? I'm sorry. Have you met Randy Munson yet from Carl Chevrolet? No, I haven't. Not yet. Okay, you got to meet Randy because. Uh, he he uh he can help you out with some quail uh he knows some spots but for pheasant quail or ducks you know randy can get you out if you need a place to go i look forward to meeting him yeah you're gonna have to do that so all right man what's going on store anything exciting well you know like we mentioned last week uh we're still pretty excited about our new credit card it's uh the explore rewards visa credit card Mm mm-hmm and then the thing that's exciting about this is uh, previously with uh, the credit card that we used to have, when you you'd spend money in the store for every for every dollar, you'd get uh, one point, so you'd get a penny back for every dollar spent. But with this, these uh, Explore Rewards credit card, you get five points back. So a nickel gets back to you for every dollar you spend in our store, and that is unheard of in in store credit cards. Well, that's awesome. There's no 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 limits, no annual fees. It's a great card. Hey, just in time for the holiday shopping season, Don. There you go. Yes, indeed. Yeah, get up there and get you uh, get your new Sportsman's card. Don, I will see you soon, hopefully. I'm, I'm living in a tree right now, but uh, if I get some bad weather or whatever, I'll pop in there to say hi, okay? Watch out for Bigfoot. <laughs> Did you hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> we always get a couple Bigfoot questions this time of year. Don, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Good talking to you. We'll see you. All right. I hope you feel better, man. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. There he goes. Don from Sportsman's Warehouse. He's a good guy. He's their new GM up there. 747 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. I'll be right back. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at Biagi's. There's no Bigfoot at Biagi's. There's just big lasagna, big, big meatballs, big spaghetti. How about a big pronto pack? Yeah, they've got that too. too. Uh, all you got to do is just call them 221-9900, 221-9900. They have October specials going on right now. Cannelloni, soups. They got special salads. They got, you know, well, you're just going to have to go online and see it. Every It's amazing 
And, uh, you know, Jenny and I were talking the other day about uh, spaghetti and meatballs, and I still think that Biagi's has the best marinara red sauce in town. They are just awesome. Hey, tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. They're right there off University. One of my favorite places in the world, the whole world to eat. It's Biagi's. We'll be right back on 1350 ESP. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Mysterious and spooky, they're all together ooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. Neat. Sweet. There you go. I, I miss the Adams family, man. I, I, and I have no and zero interest in going to see the new movie that's out. It's 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 not live action, you know. I, you know, and growing up, I noticed one a couple things about my friends. You were either an Adams family person or you were a Monsters person. Exactly. People didn't like both. Yeah, no. it was weird. Well, it's kind of hard to like both. Yeah. See, I like both. I like them both. You are a special individual. Oh, man. I'm special. Trust me. I'm, <laughs> I hear that all the time. All right. Thanks to Zach and Clayton and Mark Darcy. Mark, good to see you, buddy. I'll see you. Hopefully see you down in Kansas soon. Mark's in Florida. John Tremblay, uh, Jeff, Adam, and Randy, thank you so much for checking us out on Facebook Live. We appreciate that. So this app that I was telling you about, it's called HuntStand. And it's a free app. You can go on there. And uh, one of the things that I love about this thing is that not only, and it, there's other apps out there that I've used, but this the map editor on this thing is really, really cool. It's also got a feature called the Hunt Zone, which gives you the primal wind conditions and weather for what you, the whatever stand. And it shows you the uh, like we're in a waning crescent phase of the moon right now it's seven percent the moon phase is at seven percent but you the neat thing about this thing is you can share if you got a few buddies or you're with other landowners that you're hunting with you can actually mark your tree your tree stands and you can share stand information and stuff and uh, it helps you get to your stand and stuff in the morning you know you hit that map editor and you show your location and you it tells you if you're going the right way to your stand it's a really, really cool app, and it's free. So I'm, I reached out to these guys. I'm going to have them on the air here uh, in a couple weeks, hopefully, and uh, we can talk, learn a little bit more. But they offer map printing and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. You can mark your trail cams, and um, they got field locate friend locators. Uh, they've actually got a thing that shows you uh, people that are the, the private landowners and that lands for sale in the area around your hunting. If you're looking to buy land or whatever, it tells you the hunting lands. It tell, it shows you public lands. It shows you tree cover. Uh, it shows you the terrain or topography of the area. It's got a topo quad you can use a Mac, a map box satellite survey, uh, shows you contours. It is really, really neat. I love the map features on this thing. And again, it's called hunt stand. And it's absolutely free, and it's you can get it for your uh, iPhone or for your Android or whatever else that you. Uh... <laughs> oh, you know what? Don emailed me. Uh, you know what? I and he told me he goes, Dan, FYI, I've been sick. 
Don, I'm sorry. I'm, I got to email him back real quick. I didn't know he texted me. Did you know he texted me? I didn't hear my phone. Well, I got my phone off. Don, I didn't see this. I got to, I got to, yeah. Don, I'm so sorry. I did not, didn't see your text. At least he was a trooper. You Absolutely. Know? Feel, you did good. You, you did great. You did. I'll say that. You did great. And thanks for come. Thanks for doing the segment. Thanks for doing uh, the seg. How about that? That's that's pretty. Uh, that's a professional right there. Well, and you know how I love how we always text on the air. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We love those conversations. Jeff Knutson, hey buddy, listening old school today. Got the base wave radio out instead of Facebook page. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. The base wave radio. He's going old school. I guess that's old school. Radio man. waves. Way, yeah, way to go. Nothing. Yeah, that's right. That's the way to do it. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, Adam David Cooper, good to see you. Randy Clark. Donovan Huell, the man that owns Triple H Outfitters with his family, is watching us on Facebook Live. The man who, if you ever want to go see, good morning, Dano. Good morning, Donovan. He's my good luck charm. Almost every time I've ever been hunting with Donovan, I tag out. And uh, he, I was so excited when we went elk hunting this year. I really thought we were getting. He had one coming on a dime, and it, it just cut short on us. I thought it was. I thought the old Donovan magic was going to happen again, but uh, you know that's the only thing bad about Donovan outfitting. He he can't he can't go sit in a tree with me anymore. He's too busy, man. Every time when I start when we first started doing the TV show, and I go down there and hunt with Donovan and Hilly and Charlie, Donovan would go sit in a tree with me. I shot big deer every time. He's like a deer magnet. So that's why he's such a good outfitter. You get down there and you see a lot of turkey and deer, man. I'm telling you. Donovan, I miss you, buddy. I can't wait to be there on the, see in what, three weeks? Can't wait to get down there and see you guys. It's going to be fun. I love that place. It's like my second home. Hey, it's 7.58. Are we, are we late? No, we're about a couple seconds and we're good to go. Oh, we don't have that two-minute break anymore? We will here. In two seconds. Oh, I got to go. We'll be right back on 1350 KRNT. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Matthew, Brad Olson, Jimmy Reeder, Charles, uh, Bruce, and Dennis Grimms. Good to see you. Charles, is it like Onyx or Base Map? Um, it's sort of like Onyx, um, but you know, Onyx, if I remember right, is that you have to pay a fee for that. This one's free. So just, you know what, check it out. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure Onyx is a little different, um, but you know, uh, like I said, I'm getting cheap in my old age, and anytime I can get in there and it doesn't cost me anything. Now, I think they do have upgrades available, but um, I don't have Onyx. I just, I've used another uh, app, and then, like I said, uh, Andy and uh, Rush Wyckoff were telling me about this hunt stand, and then I noticed that Larry and uh, uh, Ryan and everybody over on Respect the Game are using it too, so I had to pop on and check it out, and I think it's pretty neat. So, anyway. 
Tom Casey over there in Illinois. Tom, he's a big blues guy. Go blues, Tommy. I think the blues are going to do a good job again this year. I got to see a game the other night. They beat the LA Kings. Matthew, good to see you. Brad Olson, good to see you, Brad. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook Live. Always appreciate that. 803 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So, anyway. All right, so rattling sequences. I had a couple questions about rattling sequences. And honestly, I this time of year, you know, we were, just, like I said, we're just now getting into uh, the pre-rut. Christy Ann, how you doing, Christy? Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Um. Just get. I was basically taking the rattling horns and just tinkling, uh, you know, just uh, tickling the tines, you know, you know, tink, 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 doing it like that. I wasn't going smash heavy like you do when the rut's on and, you know, gnarling them things together for like up to a minute at a time. Um, you can vary your rattling sequences. Just you know, just just tink those the tips of the antlers like you know, basically like they're they're touching the little or little or bucks or sparring. They don't, they don't make that big mashing, gnashing sound. It's more of a tick, 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 tink, tink, tink. And then, you know, just tickle them or however you want to say that. Uh, Charles, d- there you go. Download it and then tell me what you think. I'd love to hear, email me or text me and tell me what you think of that. Jacob Pipe, good morning, buddy. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook. I appreciate that. Joe, good to see you. So I do that about every, uh, every 15, 20 minutes. Is one from here on in, that's how much I'm going to rattle every 15 or 20 minutes. And I'm going to do it for about 30 to 35 seconds. And then I'll take my grunt call out and I got it on a mature buck setting. And I'll, you know, just, I'll just every once in a while, like every twice. Now, if I see a buck and it's coming in and out of my shooting lane and it's leaving, I'll grunt at him or I'll try and snort wheeze. I, I always try to grunt first, and if that doesn't work, I figure if I have nothing less, nothing else left to lose, then I'll do the, <laughs> I'll snort wheeze at him. But like I said, I've only had that work a couple times. Now, now Donovan and uh, Philip Vanderpool and Larry McCoy, they maybe it's just the way I'm doing it, but I mean, that's the way I hear real, real bucks. When I got bucks coming in, snort wheezing at another buck, I mean, I, I'm doing exactly what I hear the deer that's really what I try to do when I'm in out there in the outdoors. When I hear a turkey call, I try to say, I try to emulate what I just heard that hen say, and I'll, you know I yelp right back at her, same pitch, same tone, same cadence. And for bucks, when I hear the snortwees, I try to emulate the, exactly what I just heard. Nate, good good morning, Nate. Good to hear from you, buddy. John Fox, good to see you. Um, so. Just go, you know, go from there. Now, the, I had a question about the bleak cans a little while ago, and the bleak cans is a fawn bleat. Usually, that's when a buck is chasing a fawn, you know, to get it away from the mom. So, you know, he wants he's going to try and breed that doe. You know, he he'll get that yearling pushed away or that fawn. Um, you can hit that bleak can a couple times. It's not going to hurt anything. But um, you know, just just experiment. Don't be afraid of of trying different things. Marcel, good to see you, buddy. Um, Get out there and just have fun with it, you know. One thing I would caution you on, though, if a deer is looking in your direction, or if it's got his ears, if it's got his ears pointed at your direction, don't call, don't move, you know, don't be making a lot of noise because they're trying to pinpoint what they're hearing. So wait till they go back to wagging their tail and feeding. They're they're down in a feeding position or they're turning away. Don't don't grunt at them or something. If they're looking right at you with their ears, cause they're going to pick you up. I mean, they're amazing with that. 
So that's one thing I would caution you on. So like I said, yesterday I was sitting in the stand and I just felt something was watching me. It was really goofy. And it's like, I know something's watching me, man. You know, I was looking up in the trees for a predator. It wasn't predator. So Andrew's over there laughing. He got that reference there. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, thank you. That was good. Yeah. Halloween-centric, ha- man. Yeah. 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 I, 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 kept, I kept it Halloween timely. So I didn't see anything in the tree, so I looked down, and I just kind of turned behind me. And, you know, when I put my stands up, I always leave a lot of back cover. That way, if I do have to turn my head, you know, because I'm trying to film everything. If I got to move the camera or whatever, I'm not going to get, they're not, I'm not going to be silhouetted in the tree. They're not going to see me. So another predator reference there, Andrew. So, um, did you see that? Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Thank you very much. So, um, anyway, I turned and there was a doe looking right. And she wasn't, it looked like she was looking right at me and it wasn't, she wasn't looking at me. She, I had my buck decoy out at 20 yards. So she was looking at the buck decoy and then she started doing the old, the doe Bob head weave thing. And it's like, okay, this isn't going to happen. So anyway, Chaz. Justin, thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live. I appreciate that. 515-244-1350. 515-244-1350. Hey, I'm going to take the next two callers. If you have not qualified for the Bob's Tool Honeydew Package, that's that Milwaukee drill set and uh, that uh, Worksharp sharpening system, uh, go ahead and call Andrew right now. 244-1350. 244-1350. And one qualifier per household, please, because we didn't, we forgot to play the music because I was yapping about the app. So go ahead and call him now. Andrew's patiently waiting. He's over there looking. You need a pen? Here, take that. You need a pen? You can have my pen. Oh, you got a pen? Why are you taking a marker? I'll give you the pen. <laughs> he grabs a marker. Yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do? All right, phone lines are lit. Thank you. I did my job. So... That's, that's what I would say recommend on the rattling stuff. So, and then on decoys, make sure you're spraying them down. Uh, take your scent away. I take my lethal dirt spray that I have. And when I get out to where I'm hunting at, um, for the first time, I'll, I'll take my decoy and I'll put it up and then I'll take that lethal dirt scent spray and I'll spray that decoy down. So I get all of my human odor off of that decoy. Okay. And then when I'm done with that, I wear, I'm wearing gloves. So. I've got everything uh, there that when I touch it, I'm not leaving a scent. And then when I'm leaving, I'll take, uh, Greg, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, so when I'm leaving, I'll take my decoy out and I'll tuck it in some bushes close to my stand. And then that way it's weathered. If it's raining, it, it just keeps it. It's, it smells like the area that I'm hunting in. That's another quick tip. You know, I don't have to pack that decoy in and out all the time. You know, I wouldn't do that on public land. You know, I would get you a strap or something so you can, you know, walk it out and uh, just make sure you put some blaze orange on that thing. Don't be walking on public hunting ground with a deer decoy strap to you unless you got some blaze orange on it or something. So you're identified as a hunter. But um, no, I leave it out so it's weathered. And uh, that way, you know, I don't have to worry about anything smelling after that. But the first time, whether I'm putting my tree stand up, I always spray my stands down whether I'm putting a trail camera out, whether I'm putting a decoy out, I always make sure that I get as much human scent eliminated as possible. That's what I do with that lethal dirt spray. So there you go. 8-11 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Tom Norris, good to see you, buddy. I believe that's the barefoot archer. Oh, Tom, he's a good guy. I like old Tom. Uh, oh, big news. 
speaking of bows, archery, on October 29th, you're going to want to tune in to either Facebook or to uh, go to EliteArchery.com or somewhere. I'm sure I'll have something on Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff. They're going to introduce. They're going to introduce something that's going to change or revolutionize the hunting industry, especially for archery. So th- the anticipation is built, man. It's like I wish I, I wish Larry would tell me what's going on, but he won't tell me. So I, I'll just know that uh, on the 29th, uh, whether I'm in the tree or not, I'll post something on Facebook. And um, well, I you know what? I take that back. I don't have very good um, signal where I'm at, so I'll post it when I can. I'll do it in the tree as far as, uh, you know, making the video and the vlog and everything, but I probably won't be able to post that until I get some, to some Wi-Fi and stuff. And, uh, we'll go from there. Josh, good to see you. <laughs> was, I had somebody just send me a crying emoji. What was that about? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Did you get your qualifiers? Sure did. You did? You all good? We good, all mo- good morning, Josh. Good to see you. Oh, new faces, new names. Haven't heard of these guys before. So, well, good. Uh, welcome to the show. We always yeah. appreciate getting new listeners. So anyway, uh, JLM guns, mark this on your calendar. December 21st, we're going to be doing a live show at JLM guns to help the animal rescue league. Now they do a thing called Santa paws every year to help critters there at the ARL that, you know, that haven't been adopted or, you know, they're always in, they're always need help with food and, and stuff like that, folks. They, they are always running short, uh, of budgets and stuff. And, uh, you know, we, as outdoors folks, we love our critters. So, you know, we always try to give as much as we can. I know I just donated some money a couple weeks ago. I just sent some money down into them. Um, so December 21st, if you come out to JLM guns, Mike is going to donate. Listen to this. This is how nice Mike Spore is. What, and he's a Greek guy. You know, usually Greeks like to eat... Uh, no, I don't want to alienate my Greek friends out there, but I love... I, I I really miss my friends in Washington, Missouri that were Greek. They had a Greek restaurant called Michael's. And man, was that food amazing. The baklava, the spinavakaba. I'm not saying it right. Uh, they they had, It was like a spinach lasagna. And it was just amazing. They used like deer meat or... They'd use beef. Um, they I take some ground venison in for me, and they'd make it special for me. But their baklava and uh, some of their uh, their uh, euros, gyros, gyros, however you want to say them, man, that stuff was amazing. Well, you might not get some of that food at Mike's, but you know Mike, being a good guy that he is, he's going to donate three hundred bucks to the critters at the ARL for when we're doing that live show. And if you come in and say hi on the twenty first. And, you know, throw a couple bucks, a couple fiozles or fiozies or however you want to say it into the old ARL jar. Um, Mike's going to give you 10% off on anything you want to buy at the store that he can give you 10% off on. Some firearms might exclude that because his markup's not that high. But anyway, come out. Perfect time while you're doing your Christmas shopping to get some accessories or, you know, who wouldn't want a nice holster for Christmas or a, a gun, a gun, uh, <laughs> I got $0.47 in Apple cash. Why did that pop up? That's weird. It's saying, hey, maybe Apple has something for you for $0.47. I don't know. It's just that was kind of weird. So I don't know. So uh, you never know. You know who, you know, everybody always wants something extra. A gun cleaning kit. Now that makes a great Christmas. A stocking stuffer. 
You know, Mike's got plenty of those. He's got those from, uh, he's got those number one gun oil kits from Lethal. Um, and you can uh, get some of that other stuff. So anyway, put that on your calendar, December 21st, the live show at JLM Guns. Please do that. All right, it is 8.15. Let me hit a real quick break. We will be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Halloween edition of Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Good evening. Blah, blah. Why do you say blah, blah? I never say blah, blah. Why do you say blah, blah? I don't know. Why do why do why does Dracula say blah blah? But I never say that. Man, wasn't that off a cartoon? That was off Hotel Transylvania. I had to watch that when Riley was little. And it's like I actually kind of liked it and then I had to watch it so many times. It's like I don't really ever care if I see it again. <laughs> yeah. You know? But you know, it's just it's like, I never say blah blah. What do why do people say that? Oh yeah. I I thought I heard that before too. My sister loved that when she was younger. Hmm. Yeah, my little Riley. You know, Danny, when he was little, he's 19 now. He's not little anymore. When he was little, it was Thomas the Tank Engine, which oh. I really got sick of. And then, uh, what was the one with the blue chair? Um, the blue chair. The big red notebook. I had to look for... Uh, like, Blue's Clues? Blue's Clues. He loved Blue's Clues. I had to look for like a week to find that handy-dandy notebook thing. He had to have... The handy dandy notebook for his, for Christmas. Couldn't you just get a red notebook? No, he wanted the handy dandy notebook. So I had to go to like every store in like an hour from, I mean, I, it took me like five trips and I finally found the handy dandy notebook and I still got a picture of him with his binky his binky and with the handy dandy notebook. I got that down in my office at home. Oh, man. And he's got, he's holding up the handy dandy notebook. And it, when, you know, when he saw that and he started jumping up and down and, it it was all worth it. I bet. Yeah. I was not happy looking for the handy dandy notebook. I felt oh, like no. an idiot going, "Do you have the handy dandy notebook? What's that? Blues Clues? No, no, we don't have that, sir. Okay. Do you have the handy dandy notebook? No, sir. What's that? Aren't you a little old for the handy dandy notebook, sir? <laughs> it's not for me. It's for my son. Uh, hi, Brenda. Good to see you, Bren. Sherry Evans. Good to see you, Trey Eason. So anyway. Yeah, I'm, you know, when they were little, the Christmas was really fun when they were little, you know? Yeah, it's... Well, you, you're living that now. You need to treasure, you and your wife need to treasure this as much as you can right now because it, Sawyer, Andrew brought Sawyer over the other day. He's so cute. He, uh, I, I was turkey calling to him and he's laughing. He's yeah. looking at me. He had a good time He's smiling. He's laughing. I'm saying, he laughed because uh, it goes quick. Yeah. Now, you know, and it's just not, you know, Danny's 19. He won't come and sit on my lap and let me pet him anymore. See, <laughs> dad, I'm 19. Well, I love you, son. Come here. Let me give you a hug. No, I'm not. You don't need to give me a hug, dad. I love you, son. Yeah. yeah. And Riley's 13 now. She don't want, she don't want no hugs anymore. Every once in a while. She gets in trouble. If she wants to give you a hug. I love you, daddy. Yeah, because <laughs> you're in trouble. That's a good indication. Yeah. There you go. Oh, trust me. I know when something's cooking, man. You know, it's just like, eh, whatever. But they they grow just, you wait, man. So you're. You, yeah. At least right now he actually wants to be with us and, uh, he, he can't really, he can, he can, he can move. He can walk. 
and pretty fast, but he can't quite run yet. So I, I still got him. I used to love going, you know, I'd go shopping and I'd, you know, I'd take Danny or Riley with me and I'd put them on my shoulders, you know, I'd walk around the mall with them. And, you know, when Danny was little, when he was really little and I had him in his little car seat, yep. you know, I'd put him in there and he'd be looking up at all the lights and at Christmas time, he, you know, he loved Christmas and, and stuff like that. I, I, you know, I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah, Sawyer can't, uh, he can't stand when we go to the grocery store. He he has to look forward. Even with this car seat, he has to be looking forward, seeing what's going on. Otherwise, he just, otherwise he cranks his neck all around. And well, he's, he was wanting to see what's happening. He's a curious kid. He's curious. Yeah. Did, was, uh, was the wife happy when you brought all that pork and stuff from the Milo Locker home? Oh, yeah. 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 We're uh, very interested uh, with the bear meat. We're yeah, I really? gave I gave Andrew a bear roast. We'll see how he does. It's good. Bear bear's good, man. Yeah, I I've heard it, and I can't wait. I'm hoping that we get to it this weekend. Actually, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, may tell her to make a maripaw, celery, yeah. carrots, onion, mm-hmm. you know, and then put that in the crock pot and cookies flavor enhancer all over. Make make oh, sure you trim yeah. the fat off. Get the fat off of yep. it. And then you could put a little beef bouillon in there too, if you wanted to. Yeah. And then, uh, make, you know, do make it up crock pot as a good, as, it's really a good roast. Yeah. We're looking, well, I, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I, I, she doesn't know she's never had bear or even thought about eating bear bear. It's what's for dinner. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, good morning, Barb. Tell Al hi. Bar- Barb's watching us on face. Clint. Good to see you, Clint. Thank you. Corey Michaels, Trey. Brenda, Sherry Evans, good to see you. Thank you very much. 825 and some change uh, here on the show. So we're doing Halloween trivia today. We'll do trivia after this next break. So catch up on your movie monster knowledge. So we got Iowa Wild tickets. The hunt is on. I love that. The hunt is on. And we, that, that's perfect. We need to get some Iowa Wild t-shirts to give away that say that. The hunt is on. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. And then uh, we got that grunt call, and we got a cookies barbecue. Speaking of cookies, we got a big grill pack to give away. It's got wings and things, oh. hot sauce, and flavor enhancer, and barbecue. Flavor enhancer, man, that is that really goes above and beyond. When you put that in there, we d- we had a we had a roast the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know if I could have had a better roast. You know what? You know what cookies flavor enhancer is on? Uh, Good on popcorn. I never thought of that. Yeah, try it on popcorn. It's really good on popcorn. Well, it'd be even better if you put it on a lot of pop popcorn. A lot of pop popcorn, yeah. Popcorn. 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 All righty. Let's see. I, I think I'm all caught up. Like I said, Dan, I think we're I think we're becoming too efficient for our own good now. Well, I, can you ever be really efficient? Efficient. So <laughs> November 23rd, I'm going to be at Sportsman's Warehouse. Don't burn your bird. Don't burn your bird. That's the seminar. We're going to, what are you laughing about? Don't burn you. We're going to try to talk to people about smoking and deep frying a bird so they don't burn their bird. And you know what? That, that is something that I'd like to join in on. What? Smoking a bird? Yeah. I gotta, don't I, burn your bird. I didn't, I didn't smoke a turkey last year. I need to do that this year. So don't burn your bird. That That's an eye catcher right there. Well, you Who know, doesn't want to go to something that says don't burn your bird. Well, you know, Thanksgiving is a great holiday. Just, 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 just for the food, you know, it's See, the one day, it's the one time of year where you don't have to feel guilty about really piling on as much food as humanly possible. Well, absolutely. 
And you know, Jen loves oven roasting her bird. Oh yeah. She she that's her thing. You know. So I said, well, you know, traditionally I smoke the turkey. She goes, well, I traditionally I oven roast the bird. I said, well, can't we do both? <laughs> and last year, see, the first year, a couple of years, we did that, and then I didn't do it last year because her her oven roasted turkey is really good. It's very tender and moist, and I bet she does a great job with that. So. But I think this year I'm miss I'm just missing that old cherry wood apple flavor profile and there's just nothing like it. Oh man, you throw that in the old pellet smoker. Oh, and oh man, you just let it go and percolate and all that goodness and cookies flavor enhancer on there. Take a little butter and rub it on the outside skin, oh, so oh. it gets nice and bro- golden brown and crispy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been more hungry no. at uh, at eight o'clock in the morning than I am right now. No, you know what I totally forgot to bring in. And shame on me, Gary gave me free Mac Chick Fil A mac and cheese gift cards. Oh man, I got to bring those in. Have you had Chick Fil A mac and cheese yet? No, but I that's on that's on like my mini bucket list now. Okay, I went and I went Jenny. I got some for Jen because yeah, you know, I had two bites of it because I'm trying to stay skinny. Uh, I went and Jenny. I got Jenny some for lunch the other day. You should have seen the smile. I dropped it off for her work. And man, she was just smiling. It's good. It's really good. I heard it's one of those reputation precedes it kind of thing. No, I'm telling you, man. It's it's as good as anything you got at home. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's it's really really. And they they've been selling a ton of it. I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that's been one of their biggest sellers in the past couple months. Now, see, that would be a really good side dish for smoked turkey. Yeah. Smoked turkey and mac and cheese. It's what's for dinner. I'm telling you. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> okay. When you start reaching for buttons, I get a little nervous. Timber, uh, good to see you. Clint, good to see you. Barb, uh, Roger, good to see you. Roger Wilds watching us. 829 and some change. Uh, let me take a real quick break. Uh, this is our second break, right, Andrew? I need to tell you about the fine folks of uh, Herman's Fine Jewelers. You know, mac and cheese is comfort food. Herman's Fine Jewelers is comfort shopping. Not only would you feel satisfied when you leave Herman's Fine Jewelry like you do when you have mac and cheese, but you're going to have that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. I'm telling you, Donnie and Frank go out of their way to make you feel appreciated when you go to Herman's Fine Jeweler. I, 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 you don't, don't take my word for it. Go to 2900 University in West Des Moines, pop in the door, and the first thing, as soon as you walk in the door, they're going to say, hey, hi, how are you? How are you doing? They greet you. They're smiling. Uh, they ask you, how, what, how can we help you today? And they take care of you. They got 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock for any occasion. You getting engaged for holidays? <laughs> Go to Herman's. If uh, you got a special anniversary coming up, <laughs> Go to Herman's. If you, uh, you hey, Halloween, give a diamond, diamond ear, uh, earrings for Halloween. Make them look like a pumpkin. Diamond pumpkin earrings. Ooh, there's a good gift idea. Herman's, 2900 University in West Des Moines. Call them at 222-2600. If you got jewelry laying around and uh, say like uh, you need a new ice shelter this year or your ice auger needs to get replaced and you got stuff laying around that you just don't use, take your treasure to Herman's Fine Jewelers because they've been helping people for 39 years here in Central Iowa. Chances are you're going to get way more for your money or for your treasure there than you would any place else in town. 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines, where comfort shopping makes you feel so much better 
at Herman's Fine Jewelers. Donnie and Frank will put a smile on your face, I promise you. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. How are you? I, I don't know why we're playing trivia because we're not ready for trivia yet. So don't call. <laughs> I said after smoking Joe. Andrew, what is wrong with you this morning? You, hey, I said, in my defense, I, I asked uh, 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 Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say your say your side. Go ahead. No, <laughs> my, say your my side. side. Oh, I hope everybody's on my side. Yeah, good. Oh, well, I know Jenny is. She, Jenny love you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, be nice to me, Dan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I hear about it when I get home if I'm not. Just, <laughs> that's fine. No, we can't. We got it. Smelter, where you at? Smelter. Yeah, I bet you he's selling a truck. He probably is. He's probably doing a another smoking Joe deal or probably trying to pay his butler. <laughs> so what would Joe say? If he was on the air with us right now, he would say, hey, Dan, how you doing? I'd say, hi, Joe, how are you? So what's going on, Carl Chevrolet, Joe? Well, well, hey, it's the end of the month. No reasonable deal is going to be refused. We got special incentives going on. I said, how's your inventory, Joe, on the on the, on the the trail boss? Like, I got it. You know, I love my truck, Joe. Oh, I know you love your truck, Dan. As a matter of fact, people are telling me that they hear me. You're, they're hear, they hear you say how much you love your trail boss. And uh, thanks for giving the feedback. And well, that's... Joe, that's not a problem. I, I love my truck. I When I get up outside every day, uh, I always give my truck a hug. I do. I go out there and I, I give a big old outdoors Dan hug on the hood because I love my truck. I really hope it goes that <laughs> word by word for word. <laughs> no, I, I, I hug my truck all the time. Hey, I was in the garage loading up my hunting stuff uh, the other day and uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, tailgate i t- i hit the t- the the key fob with the tailgate pops down automatically and loaded my stuff in there and i closed the tailgate and it's like oh, i just love my truck anyway so joe is at carl chevrolet at the rock i have no idea if he's got rid of all the uh, sharpeners yet if he hasn't go up there and get you a free sharpener from workshop and then You've got a one in six chance of winning the, that sharp, brand new workshop sharpening system. We're giving away two of those. We need to do that sooner than later. So, Craig Gruzy, good to see you. How you doing, Craig? Always good to see you. I think we, I think he got a hold of Smelter. See, if I start talking smack about him, see, he'll answer the phone. See, I, I know how because he's got it on in his office. I, I know I, he's got that big office now, and it's like, uh huh, okay, all right, I see how you are. All right, Andrew, uh, Andrew, well, come on, get him on the show, Andrew. Don't have a five-minute conversation, Andrew. Andrew's over there having a conversation. We're waiting on him. Hey, I, you know, I have my five seconds with Joe. That's not five and, seconds. It was 30. Well, and okay. We're waiting. Pot him up. <laughs> you know, get him on the show. Smeltzer, 735, Smeltzer. Hey, I was with the customer. What do you want me to do? Ah, I told everybody he's at, he's selling. See, we take zero priority when it comes to customers. <laughs> it's either the customer, not even we're not even the same time zone. Yeah, I know how you are. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't have to, no, you don't have to apologize for taking care of your customers. You know, I just, that's fine. I already did your commercial for you. Oh, you did? Thanks. Yeah, I did. Everything I said, I, yeah, it went fine. I, you know, I said, what would what would he say if he was on the air? 
It's the end of the month. No reasonable offer refused. We've got special financing going on. We have uh, other specials going on 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 our uh, SUVs and some of our trucks. Um, we're trying to get. We're going to start to get rid of our 2019s. Blah 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 blah. Isn't that pretty much what you were going to say? Uh, yeah, but you forgot one thing. What? Which one? Oh, special financing. Well, that too. But I have one steel knife left. Oh, my sharp. No, left, I did I actually. Say. I did talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So you had yeah, people. You had people come in this week. Yeah, I well, have one left, and then we can give away the sharpeners next weekend. All right. One. We got one fielded guy, fielded guide, guided field sharpener from Workshop Inc. Go see Joe over there at Carl yep. Chevrolet today, please, so we can draw the winners for those two sharpening systems. Please, please, please. Yep. I really appreciate that. Okay. All right. I'll be here till six, and I'll be here all next week. So just have to stop out. And is your customer still? Is your customer still there? No, it just was a, a five-minute deal, and that was it. So okay. they just had a quick question, and they were back on the road. Okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, tell everybody happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's my one of my favorite Halloween. Yeah, go trick-or-treating over there at Smoking Joe. He'll throw in a free undercoat or uh, something, you know. Best ever. Yeah, best ever. I under- got candy. He's got candy. <laughs> Bring the kids. Yeah. If you buy hey, if you buy a truck from Joe, you get to you get to play Halloween trivia for side rails or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's there, a good idea. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you know, go see Joe and he will get you some freed side rails for your truck if you buy a truck from Joe today. There you go. Do it. <laughs> will you really? No. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, man, I well, I can't. I already. I, I can't do that because I was telling everybody how I hug my truck when I go outside. I still love my truck. It's a great truck. I love my. I'm telling you, man. I'm glad you still love it. I'll I probably d- trade it here in the next few months anyway. Uh, so. that that truck will be with me for a long time, pal. You messed up this time. So, <laughs> all right, man. I. Uh, where can they find you? Eleven oh one Southeast World Labor at the Rock. I'll be here until six today. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. There you go. Smoking Joe Smeltzer. Speaking of trick-or-treat, what are you doing, Ronald? <laughs> hey, happy uh, happy uh, Halloween treating. What are you going to dress up like? I'm going to dress up as Outdoors Dan. Outdoors Dan. Mm. Well, I tell you what, that would be uh, I'm gonna be in, that I would look forward to. I'm in, I'll be in my camo, and I'll be having conversations with the squirrels. I got squirrels that are eating hedge apples right next to me. It's so funny. I'll sit there. I'll be sitting there and I'll try to, I'll turn the camera on them and they'll just stop and give me this really dirty look. Like don't film me while I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wonderful time to be outside. I'm telling you. Wonderful <laughs> time. So what's up? Hey, uh, well, nothing much. I just wanted to let your listeners know that I'm uh, going to have a, and this will be a surprise to you too, because I didn't tell you about this, but yeah. uh, I've decided, well, Tony, you know, Tony, my winery partner. Yeah. Him and him and Sue uh, went on a trip to uh, Spain, Ooh. and uh, they haven't come back yet. But they went on a five hundred mile walk. Wow! On one of on one of the pilgrim trails over there, and they just got finished up a couple of days ago. But they're uh, they're going to be back here this next week. But I thought, uh, in honor of the holidays and with the hunting season and whatever, if any one of your listeners would come into the winery and just all they have to do is say. You know, that Dan Young is one heck of a guy. Now, you, you know you're setting yourself up to fail to do this. I, how many times have I had to tell you that in order to get stuff like this call-to-action stuff to work, you have to give it a couple weeks. You just can't pop on the air and say, 
mention Dan and and one time and have expect somebody to come down or you you know you're setting yourself no, no, up no, for no, this. this is the first uh, announcement of a uh, of of three more weeks of calls. Okay? Oh, okay. I see. Well, see, you didn't tell me that. Well, no. Well, see, you you, you interrupted me in the middle of my <laughs> statement. <see>. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, you and I are going to have to have a chat, man. I, you know, I'm just, you know, don't be making program decisions without talking to me first. <laughs> Why? Who's who do I talk to? Who's the boss? Yeah. Well, no, you need to talk to me, but don't. You know, I'm oh, just telling oh. you, Ron. <laughs> Ron, Ron, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. No, you don't have to apologize. That's fine. I'm just, I just don't want you to get disappointed because, you know, it's just like I took. Uh, what would we do? I had something uh, with Joe. With Joe, we took. Uh, a, what was it? Was it hockey tickets? Did or? you already forget? No, we did something, and he didn't have one person. I go, well, that's some. That's that's the way it goes sometimes. That's what, and, and you've told me that in the past. I said, Ron, you know, if you want to get something going on, he said you need to go in two to three weeks ahead of time and, and you know, remind people and all that, and that's the way it needs now, to work, and now, I understand that. on rare exceptions, you'll get people that will come out there and say, hey, I heard you on Dan. I mean, we got a lot of listeners. I mean, our listeners are great, but most of the time, it just you have to build it up. That's why I'm already okay. pushing the, the, uh, the Christmas live show at the at JLM Guns for the uh, Benefit the Animal Rescue League because it's going to take me to, to promote that that long to get a good showing out there. No, I understand. Yeah, you're good. So now, how did all the dinners at the deck go? Well, I'll tell you what. We had a fantastic year. Uh, Steve and his wife do, uh, do a great job of, uh, of preparing the food. Um, they And everything that they use, they use our cooking wines, mm-hmm. which uh, is really goes over well, but... I tell you, if you don't get your reservation in early, and early I'm talking a month ahead of time, chances are you won't get a seat. Now, see, I, I, you, uh, know, I, you know, I know you and Tony need to talk about this stuff, but next year we really need to do a Halloween deal at the winery. I think that would go over very well. Uh, would you be there? Uh, yeah, I could be if we plan it long enough ahead of time, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, we'll work on that here this year. Yeah, next year, for next year. Well, next year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Halloween's next, next week. It's way too late to do it this year. But I, I remember we talked about that this summer. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. But, and, you know, I, I'm so, you know, with Tony being gone now for five or six weeks, you know, and me uh, being the only one in command. Well, uh, and, and you I, go yeah. you go into Michigan salmon fishing or wherever it was. You know, you not. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, I'm going steelhead fishing uh, yeah. in Michigan November 4th. Yeah, that had nothing to do with us forgetting about that at all you know you know you you it's not like you're not you know you just sit down there and prune grape grapevines all the time <laughs> boy you're out of touch aren't you yeah no yeah i you know uh, where's i call the winery is ron there no we haven't seen him he's on a bus tour <laughs> well i'm a man of many talents uh, oh that's all right that's all right so Hey, uh, is the honey blackberry wine out yet, or you still have some? Uh, the honey blackberry wine is out. We're getting probably towards the end of its uh, uh, stock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, does... uh, we, but, but we did get a lot of honey this year too. So I got uh, we got plans to uh, start another batch when Tony gets back. Okay, all right. But, uh, we still we still got some of that honey blackberry left. All right. But no, just kind of just kind of starting to tell let people know that throughout the holidays from. Uh, and I know this is a surprise to you, and I apologize for not letting you in on this, but mm-hmm. if they come in and say, hey, you know, that Dan Young is one heck of a guy, and we're going to do this promotion through the holidays, through Christmas, um, they'll get an extra 
uh, uh, five to ten percent off of their purchase. Well, is it now? Wait, now wait a minute. Is it five what? or ten? Uh, uh, depends. <laughs> what on what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It will be an extra ten percent. I was going to say because would you really drive to your winery for five percent off? No, and I and the reason see I got it in my mind. We got another, we have another promotion there that's got five percent. And, uh, well, you can only I, do one or the other. You can't double dip. No, I understand. I yeah. Understand. Okay. Uh, so anyway, it'll be an extra ten percent off mm-hmm. of anything that they would purchase uh, throughout the holidays here, just by saying that Dan Young is one heck of a guy. Well, now see, you're setting yourself up to fail again because most people aren't going to say that. Now, if you say, "What a squirrel is that outdoors, Dan?" Now, see, they might say that, but you know, I you know, I Ron, you and I have got to learn. We got to talk. We're going to have to talk. Oh, we are. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, I, I, I need to get you on uh, before Thanksgiving so we can talk about the cooking wines for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Okay? Oh, yeah. That'd be right. yeah be, uh, some uh, people are coming in already and saying, hey, I've got my turkey and I want to do this. And uh, what do you recommend? And, okay. And, yeah, it's a very popular thing. All right. Well, let me get through the next couple weeks filming, and then uh, I'll, uh, I'll get a hold of you, and we'll uh, get you on the week before, okay? Okay. Hey, I haven't been, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and I apologize, Dan. I w- did not get to listen to your show when you got back from your elk hunt. How did you do? I uh, had one elk come in the first day, and that was it. They, they It was a full moon, and it, we had a 25-degree temperature drop. They just were not coming into the wallows anymore. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, well, been, it's, it's been a rough season, man, between the EHD and uh, are you seeing, how's your deer down at the winery? Are you seeing deer at all? Well, we've had uh, we've got three sets of uh, of uh, twins that no longer have their mom. Yeah, and uh, we haven't seen any uh, antler deer until just recently, and all of a sudden, three of them have sh- uh, popped up around here. Okay, uh, but the the number of deer is is definitely from what we see. Warren County, they, they love grapes. Yeah. they love grapes. Yeah, they love grapes. Yeah, Warren County got hit hard. Time. Yeah, all right, I got to run, man. I'll talk to you soon. Understand. Uh, hey, Dan, uh, you're a heck of a guy. Oh, I appreciate that. All right, tell them where the winery is real quick. i got to go, though. Hurry. Uh, well, we're three miles out west of Indianola, just off of R57. Come out and see us. LaVita Local Winery. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, thanks, Dan. All right, bye-bye. Well, all right, we'll be right back, folks. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound can meet only one thing, the most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge. It's the Halloween edition, so 244-1350, 244-1350. Just call in and tell Andrew what you want, and first come, first serve. Uh, we got, uh, what do we got today? We got Iowa Wild tickets worth 40 bucks. Uh, we've got a dual deer, uh, dual game deer grunt call worth 19 and a cookies barbecue grill pack, so... Just tell Andrew happy Halloween and we'll get you on there. Now, I need to tell you about Advanced Family Dentistry because they're sponsoring trivia today. Have you been to the dentist lately? If not, I mean, come on. Some of the best eating time in the in the, in the the uh, calendar is coming up. Christmas, Thanksgiving, food, food, food. You want to make sure your chompers are in good working order. And my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry will help you do that. Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. Dr. Brandt, Dr. Williams, and Dr. Stewart all are there to provide great dental technology care to you and make your visit as comfortable as possible while you're there. If you have any fear of going to the dentist, you don't need to worry about that. They're going to take excellent care for you for cleanings, cavities, 
root canals, any kind of dental procedure. They can help you get the smile you always wanted with Invisalign. They can help you with cosmetic dentistry. I'm telling you, they can even help you with sleep apnea. Ask them about that. They're located at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. You can call them anytime at 964-1490 or go check them out at AnkenySmiles.com. Advanced Family Dentistry, they'll take great care of you and your family. You're going to look forward to going to the dentist. I know that sounds weird, but they're that nice at Advanced Family Dentistry. Go tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, and don't forget, when you leave, what are they going to say? May the floss be with you. There you go. All right, uh, all they got to do is tell you what they want. Yeah, so 244-1350, and uh, we'll, Andrew's going to get your information. That's it. We're, we're done. We're out of here. I got to go. I want to thank uh, uh, Ron and uh, Joe and everybody. I uh, already named the prizes. I already did that. See, if you were listening, Andrew, you would know. Everybody that called in, thank you very much. We appreciate you, and hopefully we'll see you next week. If you need to get a hold of me, go to OutdoorsDan.com. My email's right there. Give me a few days. Other than that, be safe in the tree. Happy Halloween, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.